Good morning, everyone. It's Dr. P, and welcome to another episode of the Daily Inspirational Podcast. Well, good morning. Yes, it's often that I say something like, I have a very special guest on today, but today there couldn't be any more truer meaning than that. The person that put me in this chair, the person that made me who I am, the person that gave me life, the person that has nurtured me for 56 years is my mother. Yes, today I have my mom on. Her name is Betty Jean. And uh, she was born in 1928. She is 92 and a half years old. And man, does she have a life worth sharing. At any rate, so I sat with mom and we talked a little bit about her life and what it was like back in the 1930s and the 1940s as a kid growing up and all the way through, um, you know, her engagement and marriage to my dad and her family and, you know, the things that really mean something to her and perhaps a little bit of contrast between her generation, which was the greatest generation of all, and uh, you know where we are today. It's nice to hear her perspective. So I hope you tune in now and uh, listen to this conversation between my guest, Betty Jean, and of course, my mom and her son having a conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Okay, so here we are. I can't believe it. Um, I've had a few people on my podcast before, but never... Uh, my mother, uh, the lady who got me here to begin with. So today we have her here on board with us. My mom is 92 and a half years old and she is not feeble. She may be kind of crazy as a pet coon, but she's been that way since I was born. So everything is still status quo. So we call her Graham at home today. I may call you Graham or mom, whatever it's going to be, but I just want to welcome you to the show. Thank you. Hey, hey, hey. hey, it's so funny to have you on because you and technology don't mix. No, we don't. <laughs> a, a little like oil and, and vinegar, um, or oil and water. Okay. But anyway, so listen, um, there's a lot for us to discuss. Yeah. And um, I thought we'd have a good laugh at this because I'm thinking of, you know, you're almost 93 and it's been a long haul and you've got much more time left. So... When the end does come for all of us, it's nice to leave a little message behind, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, so this is our kind of message. So I wanted to ask you, when were you born? <laughs> I know our audience is going to go, what? July 10th, 1928. 1928. That makes you 92 and a half. That's a long time. Tell me where you were born. I was born in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Cambridge, Mass. To who? Mom and dad. To uh, Samuel and Pauline Norberg. Right. So your grandfather, my grandfather, your father was from Sweden. Yes. He was from Sweden. Actually, he didn't. No, he was he, he was born in America. His mother came over uh, when, with all, he had uh, Carl, Eva, Agnes, and Eddie as his family. Those were they siblings. were all born in Sweden. Right. And when Daddy and Grandma come over, she was pregnant with him three months. And then uh, he was born here in the United States. So yeah. we never knew his father. And your mother was born here? My mother was born here, yeah. Now your mother, we always called her Nana. Nana. Nana yeah. was, Nana's awesome. Yeah. She was awesome, wasn't she? She was, yeah. absolutely. She was yeah. like the matriarch of uh, 70 plus Everybody loved her. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. could laugh, she could party, yeah, she right. could she play could dance, cards, dance she and sing. Yeah. She yeah. never wore a pair of pants a day in her life. Never. Yeah. No. We try to get her in them, but she got a, she's no way. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. a hot ticket. Yeah. So you were born in, it, it, I know this is kind of a weird thing. I don't think I've ever asked you this. Were you born in a hospital or you were born at home? Hospital. What hospital? I don't know, somewhere in Cambridge. <laughs> Who knows, right? Yeah. I don't even know. In Cambridge, that's all I know. Yeah. And so you were born in Cambridge in 28, and you have a twin. Yes, Barbara. Barbara. Yeah. Barbara Jean. Barbara Jean, and I'm Betty Ann. <laughs> Betty Ann. And we didn't know that until years later. That's right. Well, I went to get my Italian citizenship, and we found out when we went to the vital records department yeah. that your name is not Betty Jean, which everybody's called you your whole life. Yeah. It's Betty Ann. Betty Ann. Yeah. 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 And back then, they didn't seem to care, did they? No. Just get it done. It's done. Just right. get it done, sign it, and away yeah. we go. Because I called Social Security on that, and they said, 
Forget about it. Leave Just it alone. Go back. Yeah. 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 At this stage, forget about yeah. it. Yeah. It's not like you're getting rich off the number. Right. That's for sure. So you, you know, I think back in 2028, I mean, that was like forever ago. Yeah. And there's not many people left no. from the 20s. Yeah. You know, but you still have friends left. You want to yeah. say hi to anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Rosie <laughs> and Sally and Ellen. And Jackie. And Jackie. <laughs> and Polly. <laughs> this remi- All my dear, dear friends. Dear, dear friends. This reminds yeah. me of us being in Italy. Remember we took a trip to Italy oh, together? Oh my goodness, yes. We were outside the Borghese Gallery looking at all, <laughs> all of the sculpture. And um, we were sitting outside and I said, you know, do you know where you are? And you said, yeah, I'm at the Mogazy Gallery when you meant to say Borghese. Yeah. And I remember when I walked up all the stairs and I got to the top and I talked to Rosemary and told her where I was. And, yeah. Uh, well, that's what made me Sally, laugh because yeah. you were like, hi, Sally, and hi, everybody, right? And yeah. then I slowed down the, the audio track later. I go, hello, Sally, hi, babe. It was the funniest moment yeah. to watch. I still have it. I might have to resurrect that and put it at the end put of this video in, yeah, just for the fun of it. It's priceless. It was yeah. priceless. Yeah. It was nice for us to go to Italy that time, me, yeah. you, and, and Mary Ellen, my sister. Yeah. Yeah. We had a good time. We yeah. ate well. We saw we a lot did. of great things. Yeah. Yeah. We really did. So tell me, 1930s. I have no reference for the 30s other than what I've studied and what I've seen in books. So give me an indication of what the heck were the 30s like? I mean, what was life like growing up in your home when you were just a, a young person and with all your brother, all your sisters? Tell me about your siblings as well. Well, I had five sisters and one brother. Okay. My brother was number uh, six, M, and then Alma was number seven. So yeah. Alma was the youngest, youngest daughter. Youngest, yeah. And you so and Barbara? Was Pauline, my mother lost a baby, Pauline, she was two years old. And then there was Ruth, Marie, Barbara, and I, Bud, my brother, and Alma. And Alma. And who's with us still? Elmer, Elmer and I. And uh, your twin? Barbara. Barbara, yeah. yeah. Barbara's still here too. Barbara, yeah. Yeah. You seem to be the one that's been the healthiest. Yeah. Out of all the, everybody from your side of the family. I, I know. Well, it's not like you haven't had your moments. No. But you've overcome pretty much everything you've ever had. Yeah. 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 Well, I think it was uh, exercise and and people that I hung out with hung out with was around. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you say that because you know we learned that message here at home. You can't fly with the eagles when you hang with the turkeys. Yeah, right. So we were always told who you hang out with pretty yeah. much defines Depends who you are, who you are, and where you're going. And who you become? Yeah. yeah. When, well, now I know. Yeah, you lived it. <laughs> You better. <laughs> I think of my father saying things like, oh, we used to hook school and drink beer down yeah, in the yeah, Boston yeah, Common. Yeah. I'm like, what? I got punished for that. What is that yeah, all about? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's kind of funny how that works. So in the 30s, though, you got a depression that comes on. Did you, do you even remember the 30s? No, I, I just, I remember being little. I remember, always remember Christmases. Yeah. When we had. What uh, was that like? Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Because we, we didn't have the creed up until Christmas Eve. And we had our stockings hung by the black stove with, uh, and they were, we, we wore long cotton stockings. Yeah. And each time you put a fruit in, it would go down further and further. So mother had to keep filling them up. But that's all we had. We didn't have a lot. So we had fruit. A banana was a treat. Right. And an apple and a pear. Well, we just thought this was great. Thing. And then we had a few candies, but we didn't have what they have today. Well, we have apples now, but they're they're iPads and phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't have any any of that. So. So you never had much growing up. No. But no. did you what did you did you enjoy your your childhood? Oh, absolutely, because we didn't know any better. And it, it, as my mother, the, we just. We always thought we were rich or healthy. or We were healthy, yeah. happy, but we had to work in the greenhouses all the time. Yeah, your dad was a florist. Yes, my dad was a florist and we were growers. Yeah. And mother worked down there and uh, all of us. So when the kids were all playing, we were down working. Yeah, but that was a way of life for you. Yeah, and, and it was the best thing for us too because yeah. it taught us discipline and right from wrong and... Yeah. 
I thought you were going to say that like, discipline was coming to the tip of my tongue as well. I'm like, you know what? I learned the same thing. If you don't work hard at it, then it's not going to happen. happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when you're young and you're in that house, I mean, who did you sleep with? Who was in your bedroom? Oh, my goodness. They were uh, Ruth Marie, Barbara and I. And I think most, my, I, as I remember, Ruth Marie and Barbara and I, and I don't know where Bud slept, or but then eventually we went up into the attic, like this room down here, which right. you, you came. Uh, I remember the attic yeah. upstairs in the old house. Yeah, I didn't know that's where you guys slept. I was thinking about that today. I'm like, yeah. I wonder where they slept. I mean, who slept with who? Yeah. I I was up in the attic uh, by myself in a big bed, and Bud was down the other end of the attic in a bed. Yeah, and uh, um, so when you were young, and you're growing up in this house. I guess you can say it now. Most of them are all gone. Who was your favorite? Who was which one of your siblings did you have the closest connection with? Alma. Assuming you had them with all, but I had them with all. But uh, I have to say, Alma, Alma, yeah. and I were very close. Was she like a younger sister that you brought along, or did you feel as though you were equals to everything? Uh, I just felt it was equals, but I think Alma looked toward me as. Um, I don't know what you would call it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you were, maybe you were her favorite as well. Yeah. 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 Because spent that time together. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We spent years together. So we just passed Christmas here. Like, what was Christmas Eve like in in your home when you were ten years old? Oh, awesome! Exciting, and um, I remember putting up the lights and putting up the tree and. The tree wasn't right, so Daddy had to go out and get another one. So he got two trees <laughs> together, and he hammered them together, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And was your father good to you? Yes. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I remember walking into Every home you go into, it has a smell. You know, mm. you, you just, I mean, you walk in here. This was your house once. Yeah, yeah. You walk in here, and there's a smell. No, and yeah. it's pretty much the same smell, smell. as it yeah. always was. And I can only imagine, I can still remember walking into that house with the, you know, like the, the big carpets and, and, you know, walking up the back stairway into yeah. your mom's apartment now that your sister was living downstairs and we were growing up. Right. And that smell and the sound of the creaking boards and, yeah. you know, in the kitchen. I, I just remember that so vividly. Yeah. I was like, yeah. whoa, yeah. man, the pantry. Remember the little yeah, pantry there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember one time. Yeah, I love the pantry. Yeah. Your dad, uh, Papa for me, he he looked at me. I was in the kitchen. It's the only, only memory I have of him. And he looked at me and he, and he goes, who is this? <laughs> and I was like, I was like four years old, and he looked at me and he goes, "Who are you, young fella? What are you doing here?" And I was like, I didn't know what to say. I'm yeah. Like, well, I, don't I belong here? Am I in the wrong place? And I remember for a while I was like, "He doesn't know me." And you were like, "No, no, he's just messing with you. Yeah, Papa yeah. loves you." And I was like, oh, I remember him sitting in the back room smoking his cigars. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he wanted his alone time. Yeah. We got there. Okay, everybody out. Yeah. But I, you know, when it was when I was really young, I would go back there with you and visit Nana, and we would go outside, and then we had the um, the playground out front. Yeah. And you and I used to hang out in the playground, playground. Yeah. right across yeah. the street on Columbus Ave. Yeah. 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 Those, yeah. Those were those were good days for me. But I'm thinking back to you, just a short generation before that was like, wow. I remember when our when your niece, the oldest, Paula, got married. Yeah. And we came back to that house after we went to Boston. And Boston, yeah, yeah. She, she, where did she no, go? To she was in Cambridge. She, she was, was at a, MIT, right? Yeah. She, uh, I don't know. One of those. Uh, yeah, I think it was colleges. it was MIT. Yeah. And at we boathouse out on the water. Yeah, that was the Northwestern boathouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah, not Harvard. The Near Northwestern Harvard. boat. Yeah. Okay. Down, down, on um, uh, on the Charles River. Yeah. And then yeah. they had a uh, a guy playing the violin, and that's when we really lit it up. Yeah, you know, if yeah. you, people don't know this, but you, when we were at weddings and stuff, most everybody there was us. We must have had, yeah, you know, seventy of us that were just all from the same family yeah, to a yeah. hundred of us, let alone the extended spouses. Right. Then you know you've got friends and others, and you've got yourself a couple hundred people ready to sing and dance and yeah. And in your generation, that's what it was all about. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody, everybody in the family, my mother's sisters, they were all fun. Yeah. All loving, and we got together, and we sing, 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 sing. Do you feel like we've lost some of that connection that neighborhoods once had? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, kind of gone. I'm, yeah, that night after the we were at the wedding, and then the wedding itself, the reception was over, and it was like we're all going back to Nana's house. Right. 
I mean, right. that was that was one of the biggest moments yeah. we ever had as kids. Yeah. So there was a keg of beer out on the porch, and then the music began, and the guitars, and the singing, yeah, singing. and, the, and yeah. then the uh, the harmonicas, and then we were yeah. we were down the street. Do you remember? Yeah, we were doing that big procession down the street. The yeah, music was yeah, playing, and yeah. the neighbors came out and yeah. joined in the conga line. Yeah, it was like, conga line. Yeah, right? yeah. You yeah. don't see that anymore. Yeah. No, kids today don't know how to have fun. No, and no. they were taught. Uh, Grown-ups don't know how to have fun. Right. They, and when the kids today, they don't know how to romance. They don't know how to dance and stay close together. And we had all of that. I know. I'm going to show some. I'm going to try. On, I'm going to put this on YouTube as well. And I'm going to show some photographs of of you in your heyday with your your long legs and your dresses and oh, some yeah. things with Papa, <laughs> you know, and, and the yeah. weddings. I'll, I'll throw those in there somewhere. I'll find a spot for them. Yeah. People can see more what you were like when you were young because yeah. they're going to see you now. Yeah, and they're going to say, "I wonder what she was like when she was young." And yeah. you know, if, if my father were here, he'd say she was a dish. <laughs> <laughs> so you yeah. get through your thirties, through the thirties. Now we're into the forties, and you're a teenager, and you're at school. What high school did you go to? St. John's High School in Cambridge, North Cambridge. North Cambridge. You play sports? Yes, I played uh, basketball and um, baseball. So what you're trying to tell me is that all my accolades come from you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? Big full credit. (laughs) Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. No, no, I guess not. So you're going to high school. Yeah. And it's Friday night and you're in high school. What do you do? What's the social night look like when you're a high school kid? Did you have to go home and be in the house or did mom and dad let you go out and socialize and go to dances or anything? No, we just didn't do those things. What, what, what was the deal? Uh, we had uh, Friday night dances at the high school. I I think, I don't, I don't quite remember. Um, did you get to go? Yeah, sometimes. I'm digging because I didn't get to go to anything until yeah. I was 17. <laughs> well, sometimes. Yeah. 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 Not all the time. Yeah. If they thought it was appropriate, they yeah. let you go. Yeah. Yeah. And so what was it like going to a dance, a high school dance back oh, in the Oh, awesome. 40s? Awesome. Because yeah. we danced. Yeah. What was it like, though? The boys dancing with the girls? The girls, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not like a yeah. bunch of girls dancing together in today's no, modern no, high school. No. Yeah. And then we did a bug. We did everything. I oh, mean, It was wow. awesome. So yeah. were you a good dancer? Yes. Yeah. I'll have to say I was. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, and I taught daddy how to dance and... So we won a waltz contest one time. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. What do you know? I had no idea you won a contest. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go into Boston on a date on, on Saturday nights, and we'd go to the, uh, um, oh, there was a hotel in Boston, the Bradford Roof. Okay. We used to dance out in the air, out in the roof on Saturday nights. Wow. Oh, I had wonderful times. What would you wear? A long dress, something that uh, was Oh long, sometimes shot, but uh below, below the, the knee. knee. Yeah. Yeah. And what did he look like? What what did the men look like? Uh he would have on a suit jacket or a uh and a shirt and a tie and a pants. So they look good. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah. Yeah. There was always a, an air of Oh, we always look good going out. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, there's always an air of class in the Absolutely. greatest generation. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's something that I miss. Um, you know, growing up, I'm 56. I'm the youngest of the entire family here. But, um, you know, when I see the, the pictures and it reminds me of what it was like to be on the cusp of when you were a kid, even though I wasn't. I mean, I'm, I'm a little guy looking at thinking what was my mother's and my father's life like yeah. just 20, 30 years before me. Right. And I'm like, I'm attracted to that era. Yeah. The 30s, the 40s, not so much the 50s, but the 40s were just, uh, you know, I wasn't there, but my interpretation, it was a magical time of yeah, all kinds of things going on. Obviously, the war was happening, World yeah. War II, right. and, and did that affect your family? No. No. Uh, um, well, uh, cousins. Uh, yeah. Did your brother serve? Yes, he was in the Marines. And so he... But I think I think the war was over when he <coughs> went into the Marines. Okay. Yeah. So he was just a little bit later. Yeah. And he died of lung disease. Yeah. Yeah. At thirty-seven, he was young. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was he had lung cancer. Yeah. But you and I had discovered that he had worked in the mills. Mills. Yeah. And was likely dead from mesothelioma from the asbestos more than anything right. else. He yeah. never smoked enough to kill himself <coughs> at thirty-seven. No. No. That was just 
probably wasn't it. Not that it matters, but when you look back and you kind of break it down, you go, yeah. wow, we lost him to probably something that he wouldn't have died of today. Today, yeah. right, yeah. You know, and I think as I'm in the world of healthcare, there's a distinct difference, though, between when you were a kid growing up in healthcare, when polio was around and right. all these sicknesses, and you know, cholera and diphtheria, they were wiping people out, but we don't have to worry about that stuff today. No. You know, we're, we're, I say that we're much more fortunate, but of course we've got this other thing we're dealing with that I don't really want to go into, but you know, that the, the virus is here and blah, 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 blah. We'll figure this one out too, right? Right. We'll yeah. figure something out. We'll get where we need to be at some point. But <clears throat> so you're going through your forties, through the forties, you're dancing, you're outside, you're classy, you're dressed up. The men were gentlemen, I assume. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, no, no funny stuff. So how old were you when you met? My father, Cosmo. I met him when I started babysitting, uh, so probably f- 14 or 15. I just used to walk. And he would stand out on a corner with the, his friends, and they had the zoots. They were like zoot suits. Oh, the zoot suits? Yeah. yeah. The pants rolled up, the white socks and the black shoes and right. the pork pie hat and, <laughs> and the jacket. Yeah. And I used to Hot walk. To oh, and I hate, I hated to go buy them, but I had to go buy them every time I went to babysit. Yeah. And they say, oh, here comes Betty Norberg, and she's going to go babysit. <laughs> that's how I met him. And, and I think back now, as I go through my life, and I say, I I met him and there was my husband standing right there on that corner, right. you know, just going being crazy, yeah. just going back, just thinking, thinking about, about yeah, yeah, how, how it all happened. But oh, he was a he was wonderful. He was handsome. Oh, he was. Thank God. Yeah, we got a little something of that. I'm a little broken down now. <laughs> the body's falling apart, oh, but no, it was. But yeah, he was a handsome man, and what drew me to what drew me to him was his compassion. Yeah. He loved his mother, although they had hard times together. Yeah. But um, we'd date, and he'd just leave me and say, um, i I got to go home for a minute, because Mar and Pa would have words, and Pa tussle. would walk yeah. out. And he went always back to make sure she was all right. Yeah. So that was one thing that was very attractive to me. Yeah. He was I think a lot so of women have said that over time, that when they're men— treat the women in their life really well. Yeah. That it says something about how they're going to treat them as well. Right, you know? right, yeah. So he, he definitely had that, and I've actually discussed that on the podcast, and that's something that I feel that all the time that I spent with him, he taught me how to be compassionate, to take care of people. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to say drop everything at a dime, but it seems like we do, and we've been doing it ever since. Yeah. Somebody needs you, there's no questions yeah, asked, that, let's just go Absolutely. Do Nana was like that. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of trickles down yeah, over the generations. Yeah. And we learned. We learned from Nana. Yeah. yeah. You know, he was a twin. Identical twin. Identical twin, yeah. You're a twin. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And my father-in-law, Manny, he was a twin. Wow. And Lisa and I had no twins. No. Thank goodness. No, I had eight <laughs> single births. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell were you thinking? <laughs> I was a good Catholic. <laughs> I guess you were. Didn't have a TV, huh? No. <laughs> yeah, you had all those kids. And then, you know, like when you met Papa, my, my dad here, that was, what, 1950-ish? Or you started dating? Because you got married in what year? In 1953. 1953. How long did you date before you got married? Uh, a year. Uh, maybe a little over a year because he went in the service and overseas. He was drafted. Right. Where did he go? And he went to Japan. Japan. He was on his way to Korea, but ended up in Japan. Okay. With his brother? With his brother and his brother-in-law, Paul, which had the same name. Same last name. Yeah. Yeah. And same last name. Yeah. Yeah. They were cousins. And what was the significance of that? And he married his sister. He married my father's sister. sister. (laughs) Lou. 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 Yeah. 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 My, and so she never changed her name. She never had to change her name. No. She, you know, her brother, her her two brothers bring home a guy. Yeah. And he says, I got a guy I want you to meet. Good old pal in the army, as we would say, from the old white Christmas movie. Yeah. Just yeah. say we're doing it for a pal no. in the army. Yeah. What's your name? Paul Prococo. Yeah. My name's Louise Prococo. They fall in love. They get married. Right. She doesn't have to change her name. Right. That's right. an interesting little story right there. Yeah. Yeah. So 53, you get married. And what's the plan? What are you guys thinking? I mean, babies came, but was that the plan? No, we just didn't. We just didn't think about 
that yeah. it happened, it happened. Yeah. So you really didn't have yeah. to, you got married because you loved and enjoyed each other mm. and then we'll build a life, whatever that means. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And we were always on the same wavelength. We never had, we didn't have, I, I could say, you know, they say, well, you argue, you this or that, but we didn't have much of that. You know, today we have a lot of people that are depressed and anxious. Did you notice the same amount of people experiencing that back no. in the 40s and 50s? No. No. You think it's different today than oh, it was then? Definitely. Yeah. Well, you know, I I had a much easier life. You know, they'll say to me, How did you raise eight kids? Well, I didn't have the stress that you kids have today. Right. I didn't have television. I, uh, well, we did have television, but we didn't we didn't watch we television. We watched it, yeah. No. There wasn't anything on anyway. No. They didn't have big, no. big TV yet. No. Uh, the only thing I watched was a ball game. Right. Uh, but. Uh, the stress on the kids today, raising kids, I mean, I, we didn't even have a car seats. Right. So oh. I didn't have all of that. You right. know, put the kid in the car seat, take the kid out, go shopping, you know, all that. That's stress. Well, that and things like social media. Right. Then the news, which has now become a 24-7 thing. Right, right. And so what it's done it's done to us is it's built to shock the shit out of us. Mm. And it's working. Yeah. So the news used to be on at 6 p.m. at night. I remember coming home where I would sit in the basement here. Yeah. <clears throat> you would give me a sleeve of saltines and some peanut butter and say, now sit down and yeah. I'll call you when dinner's ready. I'd yeah. watch a little of the Three Stooges and then that TV might be on catching that half an hour of news and that was it. Yeah. There right, was no right. more. No, there wasn't. Catch up quick Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. And today, you know, a la Ted Turner, we decided to make news 24-7. Seven, yeah. So now that it's 24-7 and the news is the most putrid, disgusting thing on the planet, everybody's stressed out and upset over it. Right. When you could literally get your news in four minutes, just mm. look at the headline and every headline is negative. It's angry. Right. Right. It's full of hate. Yeah. It's full of pain and dysfunction. And now we have more depression, anxiety, medication, suicide, overdose. You didn't have any of that, did you? No. And that's no. why they call you the no. greatest generation of all we time. We sang a lot. Yeah. We had aunts that were wonderful and funny. Yeah. I mean, just, we didn't, ha we had a good positive Growing up, I yeah. would say. In, in, being what, in the house being was, in the house. was good. And in, in Nana's house, everybody came to Nana's house. Yeah. And uh, all the laughter. Annie Ethel was a screech. I loved her. This, this was your mother's sister? Mother's sister. How, many, Annie Kate, how, how big was your mother's family? I think there was nine. Nine? How many boys and girls? And, uh, oh, goodness. I, I don't know. Uh, Uncle Eddie and Uncle How many Uncle boys? You probably That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Eddie, Uncle Tom. It's, uh, and Leon. Leon? Yeah. I don't even know of Leon. Yeah. So who was the oldest of your mother's siblings? Aunt Alice. Aunt Alice remained. How, how much older was she than your mom? Oh, I, I couldn't Five say. years, ten years? Because what I know about your mother is she was born in 1902. Yeah. Right? So if we go back and we look and see, what were your other aunts and uncles born? They were probably born in the 1800s. Yeah, now that uh, you're talking about it. Yeah. Right. yeah. 1800s. Yeah. It's like, what? I, never, I don't even think that way. Yeah. You know, the Titanic went down in uh, April 15th, 1912. That leaves you alive 16 simple years after the Titanic sank, wow. you were born. Wow. Dude, you are older than dirt. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you go, holy crud. That's why people are like, they hear about you and they go, your mother's 92? I go, no, it's 92 and a half. Got to give her that extra half. Yeah, yeah. 92 plus. It's like, <laughs> how's she doing? Is she okay? I said, of course she's okay. She's, you know, she's, is what it is. She ain't going anywhere. Yeah. You could be here to a hundred or more. Yeah. You know, you, we should start your own podcast, the Betty Jean podcast. <laughs> we could say, hi, Sally. <laughs> hi, Jackie. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Rose. Hi, Rose. Very all your friends, right? Right? Yeah. It's all good one way or another, that's for sure. So. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so you get married, you got eight kids. What was your, you've got seven boys and one daughter. Right. How the hell do you keep that straight you know, with, with your man out going to work every day to try to make ends meet? How do you keep it together? Well, it was ha he was good. He was a wonderful father. Took care of your kids, came in from work, hung his... I can see it now, hanging his jacket on the doorknob, 
go in the bathroom, start running the water, and then, remember the bell? He'd yeah, ring the bell. That's right. And everybody would say, I'm coming, coming. <laughs> and the little ones that had to be bathed first were bathed, and uh, then you old kids would carry yourselves. But he was, um, and then he'd bring them one out of the tub, bring them to the kitchen table. I'd powder them down and get them dressed. And then you would all go out into the living room and sit on the sofa and then we'd turn on Mickey Mouse. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Mickey Mouse and Tom Mix and, uh, you know, all those until supper was ready. Right. And then he would, after supper, I never did dishes. He did dishes and got Tommy on a on a, uh, a stool, to on a chair, yeah. and start wiping the dishes. And, but before that, he used to, he loved uh, Hershey bars. Yeah. And so he would run down the corner store and... Uh, Get his hergebras, come back, and then he'd be happy, yeah. and then he'd do the dishes, and he he was just so good to me. Yeah, that uh, I think that's why it worked because he was so good to me, and I was good to him. Yeah, and we did did everything together, he, and I didn't drive. Didn't have to. And and you know he he was wonderful about that. He was never crabby or uh, he was always a happy person. I yeah. think that's, you know. It, I, I communicate with a lot of people, especially in my practice, and I see nothing but dysfunction in marriages. I mean, every marriage has dysfunction. Yeah. That's just part of the human right. potential. Um, but, man, people don't know how to communicate, and they don't know how to do the extra things. No. You know, it's just like you said, you'd come home and he'd draw a bath and do the dishes. And then it reminds me of how I've crafted my own relationship the same way. Mm. I get up this morning, not to pat myself on the back, but to go along with your story. Yeah. Lisa got up and she's got a lot of things going on in her life right now. So I took all the bedding and I washed it all and I put it all back on and I tightened it up and I pulled down the sheets and the pillows ready to go. Yeah, and yeah. you clean and you do things as a team. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know, And I think yeah. that's what I learned about living in this house with you and dad was that if you work as a team... You can't miss. No. There'll be days when it isn't good. Yeah. But for the most part, it's you good. understand how to take care of each other. Yeah. And that's yeah. a message that I'm going to hit yeah. next month. And that's what your children need to see. Right. Because they don't listen anyway. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you do your own thing. But I said. <laughs> right. Well, it's what you what they see you doing. Yeah. You know. And when they saw my teeth, that was it. Oh, yeah. Right. Same with that. You see the bottom of his teeth come out. <laughs> then he reached for his belt. And I was like. Mother of goodness. Don't, don't go there. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah. But when you know, I look back at those times, and I'm like, we had a good upbringing, but we didn't realize that it was, it was going good. to give us skills right. for the future. Right. And some, over time, you know, I, I guess I'm in that middle generation. I came right after you, so I'm still a baby boomer. <clears throat> but if you don't look at the millennia and the Generation Z and the X people, they've lost this. It's getting watered down over time. Yeah. And it would be great to have it pulled back. Right. So I think it takes podcasts like this for somebody to hear your story and say, yeah, I mean, hold you used to do what? Yeah, what the heck can you do on a Friday night? Sit home, play board games, yeah, yeah. and laugh, laugh and be silly, and yeah. you know, learn how to enjoy yourself without the trappings of today's right. world yeah. of modern technology. Right. And the thing is, we're all in it. I mean, right. anybody to see this room right now and go, look at this place. It's a full blown studio. Yeah. Yeah, you should have seen it years ago. <laughs> it, was a, it was a poop stain a yeah, long time ago. Everybody had their turn down here. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. the first thing you said. I can't believe we're here. This place used to be a shithole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but if you have a vision and you can work hard at it, you yeah. can create something out of it. Yeah. <clears throat> We've certainly learned how to do that. We learned it from home. And yeah. yeah. I hope that, you know, my kids have been watching me. And for people listening at home, I hope they recognize that even if your life hasn't been good up to this point, you can just start now and. Right. And keep going. Right. So what do you do? Right. It's not what you say so much as what you do. Right. You right. come home, you take care of your spouse, you do everything you can mm. to love her when she's hurting and when she's not responsive. Right. Do it anyway. Right. <clears throat> right. And pretty soon you get that in reverse. And then over a lifetime, you look back and go, four decades just passed. Right. What happened? Yeah. Life. Yeah. yeah. And how was it? Ah. Uh, was good yeah you get eight kids not one of them have died no we're all still here yeah we're all somehow all moving and pushing along yeah yep. you've got all these kids how many grandkids you have 19 19 grandchildren and and i think my seventh great-grandchild coming right huh yeah and if yeah. you hang in there long enough you might have a great great-grandchild 
You just never know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so, yeah. But the, the most important thing is discipline. Yeah. Uh, when you say something, you, you don't renege on it, as you guys know that. Yeah, follow through. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. And you, know, you have to be responsible to what you say and do. Yeah. You can't yeah. be pointing the finger to everybody else. No. And when I say it once, I said it once. I'm not saying it twice. I hope everybody's listening at home who's <laughs> listened to all my podcasts going, no wonder where you get that stuff for Coco. That's right. You know, you have to be responsible for yes. your own actions. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Which means you have to be responsible for the way you think. Yeah. And the way you think has been conditioned by the world that you come from. And fortunately, I had it perfect. If you can get it perfect, I had it that way. Mm. <clears throat> and I can't speak for anybody else, just me. It worked for me. Yeah. And then I found a woman who thinks the same way. Right. Yeah. And then we work hard together. Right. You know, it's funny. We're better when we're under the gun. Absolutely. Not as yeah. not that we're not good, but we're not as good when everything's perfect. Yeah. We're yeah. way better when it, when you got to dig we're your heels in, in the sand. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. you realize that life. Life can hand you a lot of uncomfortable yeah, situations. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. pretty nice to know somebody's there to help you through it, yeah. even if they don't like you right now. Mm. I got this strange thing that happens to me, and I have a feeling it comes from Dad. <clears throat> when I'm upset with Lisa over something, I immediately start doing things for her that are yeah. nice. Yeah. Not yeah. because I want to. It's like a battle between good and evil. I'm like, <laughs> I hate that bitch. And then I go do something nice for her. Yeah. And yeah. I'm still doing nice things for her. All, and you know what? She does the same thing same. for me. Yeah, yeah. I'll come home. She's upset. We're upset. And then there's a whoopie pie on the countertop or something. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I bought that for you. I'm like, how can I stay mad? It's <laughs> just that little love. It is. It's there. that little yeah. thing because yeah. life gets in the way, does yeah. it not? I remember daddy, <laughs> when we lived in Arlington, uh, we had Tommy and Vinny. Um, but it taught me at the time, but he'd get off. We didn't have five cents. Right. When he'd get off, the, he'd come from Boston, the trolley all the way home. Yep. And there was a little train station in where, close where we lived. And he'd go in there and he'd come home and he he, he had butterfingers. Those little butterfingers. Yeah, I remember those I candies. Bought you something. <laughs> and there was only a penny. Yeah. But, but just it was, yeah. that thinking of me and... Here she is, home all by herself, blah, 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 you know. And then you know that you're being cared for. Absolutely. Whether yeah. it's uh, something it expensive it or like expensive to matter. Yeah, it was like a diamond ring. <laughs> yeah. Every time yeah. Dad would come home, and you know he'd come through the front doors, and we'd be after him for the Wrigley's gum. Yeah, remember you got that. some gum? Yeah, Dad, yeah. you got some gum? Yeah. He'd be like, yeah, I got gum. Yeah, Give me a yeah, minute. Yeah, he'd come yeah. upstairs, he'd pull out the gum. Yeah. And then he'd have those little chocolates with the little non parals on them. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, we'd yeah. We'd sit yeah. in the back room now, which is now Lisa in my bedroom, and yeah. we'd sit there and we'd watch the Bruins games on that little 13-inch black and white TV. TV yeah. I'd snuggle up under his arm, and then he would give us these little chocolates yeah, that yeah. came out of a little white box with a brown <laughs> interior, a little cellophane. I can remember like it was yesterday. Yeah, I could still yeah. smell them. Yeah. You know, and that's what made him happy. Yeah. And he was yeah. happy that we would share it with him. Mm. And then he'd be like, shh, don't tell your mother. Yeah. And you'd come in, where did you, where did you get those? <laughs> <laughs> but that's what's missing today. Yeah. That's what's missing. It doesn't need to be either. No. You know, it's, just, it's sad, really. Yeah. I think we'd all benefit more by being less on this social world. Right. I mean, social worlds are, have a place. But if we put all our eggs in that basket, mm. we're likely to get trampled by it. Because it doesn't have our best interests in mind. No. It's looking for our money. Yeah. Basically. That absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. looking for our money. Any way they can find it, they'll do it. And mm -hmm. they'll use psychology to get it. Right. They'll right. make you feel less than you need to be. And unfortunately, what I've learned myself after you taught me a bunch and I've taken it to the next level, that people unfortunately are they're they're being lied to consistently and it's changing the way they see the world around them. Yeah. And then they try to make themselves more than they truly are or something they're truly not. Mm. And they never really get in touch with who they are as a no, person. No. You know, so mm -hmm. they they might spend decades searching and when they find themselves, they might be so late that they're like Yeah, they missed. I missed it all. I got five yeah. years left. I didn't understand what the deal was. I yeah. was angry most of my life. Yeah. yeah. Why was I angry? Because I chose anger over love. Mm. Mm. It's like because love is too difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Hate is easy. <laughs> That's right. It's very easy because it it's being pumped at us yeah. all the time, right? Yeah. It's on yeah. the media all the yeah. time. Right. So we see nothing about it. Today I went on to a social media outlet for a couple seconds just to see what hell was on there before we came to our uh, this talk. Yeah. 
it was more crap than I could ever imagine. And I'm like, every part of that, if your mother were alive today, she'd have slapped the crap out of us oh, and yeah, said, get yeah. that out of this house. Right, That's right. a poison. Yeah, yeah. It is a poison. Yeah. You know, it's unfortunate. Yeah. The thing is, though, I think we could balance off all those. I mean, I've taught you just recently how to use the YouTube app on your, on your I know. TV, on my right? TV, yeah. You can do it. Yeah. Well, I can do it, but I'm not, I don't really want to get involved. I never did. Yeah. I'm not a phone person. To begin with, yeah, I, I, I'm on. Would you say I'm on Facebook? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't text. I don't put anything on Facebook. Yeah, well, you're on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, yeah. You know what happened? You just became like every other person. It says I'm not on Facebook. I don't do much on there. Yeah. But I go on there each day and I check out and see what people are doing. Now, there's nothing so, wrong with that. On, yeah, but, but I don't do that every day. No. Well, yeah, yeah. You, you don't really have to. You have no. other interests. And yeah, I'm you, too mind, busy doing that. Yeah, yeah, your brain was well beyond all of this when it started to, you know, to flourish. Yeah. So I go, okay, so you, it's not going to be that big a deal for you. It's not that big a deal for me either, yeah. except for one thing, is that part of my passion is to help people. I want people right. to have, yeah. to, I want them to know themselves, number one, right. to, to be okay with who they are. And then in that, that's where you find your peace anyway. It's yeah. just like, I, I don't mind being me. No. I'm okay being me. Yeah. I'm happy with myself. I yeah. think that's why I'm, ha- I'm happy, because I'm content with who I am. Yeah, but you're 90, almost 93. Yeah. So there's something to be said for that, isn't there? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. If you don't like yourself, and you don't like the situation around you, it's going to be pretty yeah. difficult, and yeah. then it's going to beat your body up. Yeah. And these are other podcasts that I've shared, but you've already lived it for all these right. years. Right, right. I don't... <clears throat> I don't surround myself with negative people. Yeah. I stay away from it. It would just beat you down yeah. over and over. Absolutely. And you'd be yeah. off to the uh, yeah. to the clinic to get yourself some, some medication yeah. for the way you feel. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to do that. No. No, it's great that we have it, but I don't, w- I don't want it to be me if I don't have to do no. that. No, I can control and my it, own And it's your, it's your choice. It is my choice, yeah. 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 And that's really the key to it all. It's your choices yeah. that you make that yeah. you must be... You have to be responsible to those choices. Right. If you make bad choices, what do you get? You get bad results. Yeah. But great results are the res- are the result of bad results. Right. You right. got to screw it up once in a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, didn't you notice as a ki- as a parent when your kids would go out and do things and you knew that they were going to get hammered doing it, whether it's playing sports or doing something weird, mm. you almost want to tell them and don't do it. Yeah. Then they do it and they break an arm or they chip a tooth right. and you're like. Right. I mean, it was terrible, but that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Then you got to yeah. learn from it. Yeah, absolutely. You got to learn from you gotta it. You got to learn from it. I hope you learn from it. Yeah. <clears throat> Too many parents today are trying to make a perfect life for, for their, their kids. kids. They don't let their kids be kids. Yeah. And literally, they got to yeah. go through their own process. Yeah, absolutely. Of getting yeah. a little beat up by life. Yeah. yeah. The tougher you get, you know, the more joy you get to experience because you realize how important life is and how fast it can be taken from you. Yeah. Especially when something happens to you that right. you didn't see coming and you're like, I need yeah. to rethink my stuff here. Yeah. Because yeah. life could be over tomorrow. Right. And if it is, what yeah. the hell was this all about in the first place? Right. right. You know, it kind of yeah. leaves you going, huh? And, you know, everybody gets there at different stages. When you were 20, I assume that you were just enjoying everything. Oh, yeah. And now you're 90 going, what the heck was it all about? Uh, yeah. You know, whatever yeah. your thoughts are, they're your thoughts. Yeah. But I, I, when I, as now as I'm 90, I, I'm home and I reflect a lot. And yeah. I think of the wonderful times that I have with Daddy and the, the fun yeah. The fun I had, <clears throat> the yeah. fun we had together, and the fun we had uh, dancing and doing things together, you know? Yeah. Well, that's who you Which were. I, yeah, yeah. You still are. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really need to change, right? No. The, the environment can change, but you can still be the dancer in the environment. Yeah, right? I, I still have the memories. I remember my mother was a wonderful dancer and my father, yeah. and they were they waltzed. Yeah. And my mother would sit there and she's Betty, I just, I dream I'm in this beautiful dress and I'm dancing and, you know, oh, she's, she's having a wonderful time with herself. And I think I got that from my mother. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it's the same for the rest of us. Yeah. And we as a family, each one of us has to decide what we want to take from our youth. Yes. If yeah. you want to take the ugly parts, then it'll probably... Yeah. And they were there too. There's no <coughs> oh, getting away from there's that. There's no doubt about it, yeah. right? Yeah. It just depends on. But you have to learn how to handle it and how to. Yeah. 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 And, and, and somehow be good with it. Yeah. Because people make mistakes and sometimes yes. it hurts us. Yeah. And then we have yeah. to learn to get past that mistake and try to move on. Yeah. yeah. And if the desire is there, then things can change. Right. Um, it doesn't mean that, you know, we got to go around and change the entire world. No. 
I still think the most important thing is that we need to be good with being us. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay being me. Yeah. If I'm overweight, yeah, I, same here. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. You know, if I got a, my face is wrinkly and I've got marks all over my face, mm. so be it. Yeah. I kind of think of it this way. Each one of our wrinkles is another decade of experience. Boy, I got a lot of them. You've <laughs> <laughs> got a bunch of them, that's for sure. Yeah. And, you know, it's not, not a thing you can apologize for. No. It's just a life. Yeah. You know, I was uh, listening to- I call them laugh wrinkles. Laugh wrinkles, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny that when you see somebody who has, you know, an upside down frown, so to speak, for yeah. so many years, yeah. they look just angry constantly. Yeah. yeah. Because the muscles that would normally become active to hold the face they in the upright position yeah. are in the down position. So if you look at them, you can see that their disposition for their whole life was very painful and negative just by looking at the facial creases oh, on their wow, face. Wow. And if you have whoop, if you have more of this, you know, uptick to the face, so to speak, it's yeah. like you can see it. You can just look at somebody and say, I can look at your face and say, she's had a good life. How the hell do you know that? Yeah. Because she taught me how to, to, to see people that way to begin with. Yeah. And then I can look at your face and I can say, ah, I can look at your posture and your face. I can see and feel things that maybe my friends can't. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. And they have their own things, things too. Yeah, right. But, you know, when you start your life being connected at the level that you described, where we were together as family, we spent time together, we enjoyed each other, mm. we did the simple things. We didn't go out and dance the jitterbug like you did, no. but we sat upstairs and we played board games right. all afternoon right. when it rained. Right. And then when it was nice out, we were down the river playing hockey and you would come down and watch yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember when I was in... Uh, a young adolescent, maybe 12 years old, you and I went to Braintree. Do you remember I was? Oh, yes. Yeah. I was uh, like a uh, athletic contest yeah. or yeah. something. I was in a Frisbee contest. Fris yeah. Yeah. And you're like, come on, let's go. And oh I was so God, nervous. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was so nervous. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, and you're like, oh, come on, just do it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It doesn't matter what happens. Just compete. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So I did. You know, I didn't compete well enough to beat the kids that were older but we went yeah and now right, it's emblazoned right. in there so it's just a memory yeah, from it's a memory it's a yeah, memory yeah. yeah you know I, I was thinking the other day when you go back and you've lived 92 years you've forgotten so much of your life that to have a video presentation of your life in any moment would yeah. blow your socks away yeah you think we all think that we remember our childhood no we don't no we remember small bits and pieces of it. Right, right. But if, I'm going to give you an example. So I'm going to bring you back to 1938 in Arlington, Christmas Eve. I bet you can't tell me about it. Well, Arlington, I, I don't know where you're going with Arlington because I never lived in Arlington. Where, where did you grow up? Cambridge. Cambridge. Uh, Cambridge, not Arlington. Yeah. So in Cambridge. Mm. So you look back and you go, oh, I remember maybe one thing. We were all in our jammies and, and your father had come in, blah, 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 blah. But if you had to like sit there for a moment and play a video of you talking to your sister yeah, about just before you went to bed with a Santa was coming or not, those things are gone. Yeah, right. And I, I know it's kind of weird, but it, they are gone. But you know, I do remember walking into the pantry, seeing the... The glass of milk there and the cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that as plain as day. I well, don't know how old I was, but but think of that. That's Santa's meal. Yeah, that's why it's so emotional. The things that we remember in our lives over time are those that were the most emotional moments, moments. plus and minus, right? Right. But right. most of our lives aren't lived on highs and lows. They lived somewhere in between. Yeah. So I watched a football game that I played in when I was in high school. I haven't seen this video since I played in it. Yeah. I don't remember a single thing of that day. I don't remember the plays. I don't remember who. Well, I'm watching myself do something for the first time. I'm yeah. completely blank. It's like, then I started thinking, oh my gosh, there's so much to our lives that we've forgotten. And now, out of the new world is technology. Oh, you can see. Which it. can record it for us, oh. for the next generations right. to see. Unfortunately, what's being recorded whoa <laughs> yeah some of the junk that's out there that's on you know that's that's put out there is kind of yeah yeah you know when i look at social media where we are today people right, tend right. to put the most superficial things out there for the right. world to see and see. it doesn't change anybody to make them no. feel more compassionate more connected it's, no it's just kind of yeah <laughs> you say why am i bothering why, exactly. why do i even look yeah, yeah. it yeah. drives you crazy yeah yeah you know it doesn't make any sense to me but no. but hey after 92 years 
Maybe you'll get 20 more. <laughs> I <laughs> doubt it. We'll be here 20 years from now. So I got my mother. She's 118. <laughs> <clears throat> so listen, as we wrap up today, let me ask you this. What do you think is going to be, what can you leave, what message do you want to leave behind? Not only to your family, but to the next generation who is up and coming, like your grandkids and their generation. What little tidbit can you tell them about what made you a success in life that they should either seek or continue to develop as they move on? Well, on my faith yeah. is very strong. Believing in God, you can't get through life without him. All things are possible to those who believe. Yeah. And he, God is very much a part of my life. So, um, And I would just say to, to the kids, uh, be good to one another mm. and um, compliment one another. Give them a compliment. Tell them they're good. Right. Because they don't hear that today. They're all in with their all their makeup and all their dress and all their hair. All that stuff is so superficial. Right. They need to hear I love you. Oh. They need to hear those words. I agree. Yeah. 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 Those little things, as I've said many times in my podcast, just say it. Yeah. yeah. Just say it. When the what, world tells you What's wrong with saying, you look beautiful. Well, the world has told these children they can't say it. Yeah. Because that's sexist. Yeah, because they got to sell more products to make you beautiful. And they're but trying, they're all beautiful. And there's a control thing going on where we can't say that you're beautiful. Yeah. Like it would be, I say it anyway because I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to live in a world where I tell you beautiful, it doesn't matter to me. Right. Yeah. You know, many times I'm in my practice and I see somebody, they're losing weight, and I said, oh my God, you look fantastic. Mm. Your whole body is really changing. Good for you. Yeah. You know, they need to hear that. They do. Yeah. But unfortunately, yeah. that could get me in trouble in this modern world. Yeah, absolutely. For speaking the truth and yeah. knowing that I said it in the spirit of wanting that person to know that someone notices them and how beautiful they are. Mm. No matter what it is. When I say their beauty, it didn't yeah. have to be physical. No. It could be emotional. It could be right. with their children. It could be right. anything. Yeah. Yeah. What is so wrong with just loving each other and mm. then in practicing love consistently will be the antidote to the hate Right. And the division right. that we're dealing with today. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope to goodness that when you and I are gone, that some part of this conversation and who we are continues to resonate with my son Lorenzo and Angelina. Yeah. And they begin to be the new leaders that are expected to emerge <clears throat> into yeah. the world where their children will have hope again. And, because right. America's in a tough place right now, but yeah. Yeah. we've been through these times before well, and hopefully right. we'll get through yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I oh. just wanted to say thank you very much for coming on. It's my pleasure. You just might be a once a month kind of gal. You never know. All right. Well, I want to say that I love you and I want to say thank you very much for coming on. I today. love you too. And yep. um, if you guys are listening at home um, on uh, Apple, I'd love to have a, uh, a recommendation if you wouldn't mind. If you're on YouTube, um, hit that subscribe button and rock and roll. So. See you later. See you later. Bye.